Uh, I will officially call the meeting to order. And we'll take roll to start with. So pardon me, because I wasn't ready. I am here. Ashley Lindley. Present. Mark Priest. Here. Roger Lusala. Here. Bijou Maliabo. Uh, do we know if she was expected to be here? I didn't get anybody that said they weren't coming. Okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, Siri Brune. Here. <laughs> Sylvia Johns. Here. And Ali. I'm here. He's here. Very good. I'm there. <laughs> okay. Reading of the land acknowledgement. Do I have somebody who might want to volunteer this week to I, read the I can do it. Okay. All Go right. ahead, Roger. We meet today in the community of Iowa City, which now occupies the homeland of the Native American nation, to whom we owe our commitment and dedication. The area of Iowa City within the homeland of the Iowa, Miskwaki and Sauk, and because history is complex and time goes far back behind memories, we also acknowledge the ancient connection of many other indigenous people here, the history of broken treaties and forced removal that disposes indigenous people of their homeland was and is an act of colonization and genocide that we cannot erase. We implore the Iowa City community to commit to understanding and addressing these injustices as we work toward equity, restoration, and reparation. Thank you. Agenda item three is approval of the April 26th minutes. Do I have a motion to approve? So move. Second. Moved and seconded. Any uh, corrections, discussion, edits? Hearing none, all in favor of approving the minutes as presented, say aye. 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 Any opposed? Aye. Oh. <laughs> I'll take that as a, as a yes for Ali. So <laughs> pass unanimously. Uh, and I didn't, I didn't give enough time, so that's note to me. Um, public comments for items not on the agenda. Is there anybody here that would like to speak on an item that is not on our agenda today? Okay. All right, next. Uh, Introduction and Q&A with recently hired police officers. So Daisy, you want to take it from here and introduce us to our guests? So hello again. We have another round of officers to introduce to you all. They are a group of non-certified officers. So the last group we had were officers in a different agency. These are brand spanking new. They just came from the academy, what, a couple, like a month-ish ago? About a month ago. Um, so they are very new. <laughs> they come from a lot of different backgrounds, um, and the three of them can choose which one wants to go first. Um, but just give them a quick little intro. Just, just introducing a little background. And okay. Yeah. Uh, my name is Jeff Brionis. I am uh, originally from Moline, Illinois. Um, so I previously, before law enforcement, I spent about twenty some years in the St. Louis area, and I did um, worked for a brokerage firm, and. Um, pretty much got tired of doing that. I wasn't really digging the cubicle life anymore. And I uh, <laughs> came back home to Quad Cities and um, went to school for a while and while I was deciding what I wanted to do. And I got into loss prevention. And I worked loss prevention with Target for about a year. And um, I have a lot of good friends that were in law enforcement um, and kind of got me back into it. I was, I was kind of wanting to do that before college or after college. and. Um, you know, life kind of happened, so kind of full circle, came back to it, and um, very new to Iowa City. Um, so 
All right, came here, uh, like the, the very diverse culture. Um, my free time, I like to uh, run, work out a lot. Um, this past year, fun fact, I completed my first full Ironman triathlon. Wow. wow. And uh, this year, I'm working towards qualifying for the Boston Marathon. Wow. Very cool. Good luck. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Any Thank questions you. for me? <laughs> <laughs> welcome aboard. Yes, and welcome to Iowa City. Thanks. Hello, I'm Melvin Herrera. I, before law enforcement, I was actually working at the front desk for the Iowa City Police Department, so kind of had my foot in there, um, got a little taste of the different kind of people we deal with, mostly just over the phone, sometimes in person. Um, I've always wanted to do law enforcement, and the opportunity finally came up, so I applied and got hired on. Um, it's been very exciting, uh, kind of learning on the job. It's very different every every single day compared to coming in and sitting at a desk and listening to what's going on. I'm actually out there now, so it's very exciting, very new. Um, feel like a fish out of water when you get to <laughs> calls and people are like, "Go ahead and step up and do your thing." And it's, so, <laughs> it's all new. It's all new, right? Yeah. It's definitely kind of learning uh, trial and error, and um, it's exciting. Um, I'm originally from Coralville, but I've, I've grown up in the area, so I kind of know Iowa City a little bit. Um, so it's it's good to get back to the community. I, I love Iowa City. Um, my parents are uh, from El Salvador. They've always had really good interactions with Coralville and Iowa City PD, and I've kind of wanted to help mm -hmm. do that as a minority and give back to the to everybody, but uh, try to help out those um, who may have that language barrier or don't know how to interact with police yet. It's it's. I, I just had an interaction just previously before coming here um, with two Hispanic ladies, and they were. It was like dealing with my grandma. Um, you know, they wanted to hug. <laughs> they were thanking me, and it's so. It's it's really good to finally see that and be able to give back to those people in the community and try to help everybody in the community. So. Cool. Nice. So were you a West High grad if you're yes. from Colorado? Okay. Yep. Class 14. So. Do you speak Spanish? Yep. All right. Absolutely. Good. Awesome. It's always good to have people with. Uh, bio trilingos in the forest, so Definitely. nice. Great, well congratulations. Thank you. Well, uh, hello everyone. Hello. You guys get really good speeches, so I'm gonna try to do <laughs> No pressure, no, just no, no, no. Thank you. Uh, my name is Ivan Rossi. I am uh, originally, was born in Colombia, South America, and I moved to the States when I was about 15 years old, uh, and I grew up in New York. Um, I am now in my early 30s, so I've, I've, I'm now entering a phase of my life where I've lived in the States longer than I've lived anywhere else, <laughs> uh, mostly New York. Yeah. Uh, I recently moved to Iowa because my daughter lives here. Um, as far as work, I, in New York, I, I worked a lot in uh, sales and operations management uh, for brands such as Cartier, L'Oreal, Estee Lauder, so uh, no police work in the past. Um, you do come across uh, law enforcement in the yep. line of work that I had in the past because if anything goes wrong in your stores, you call the police and they come to take a report and you try to make things right. Um, that as far as my work experience, um, why did I become a police officer? I always thought about becoming a police officer. Ever since I was a little kid, I never gave it much thought because life just took me in a different path. Mm -hmm. I went to college in New York and um, I just found myself working in retail from a very early age. Uh, so when I moved to Iowa, I felt that if I'm in a new place, um, I might as well sort of follow up what I believe is a passion. Um, why do I think it's a passion? Because I've always enjoyed interacting with um, the community 
And uh, my daughter is an autism spectrum. Um, so I have developed this true sense of gratuity towards Iowa. I think that Iowa City has been very, very nice to my daughter. And I guess doing this job just felt like yeah. the right thing to do as well. Well, welcome on board. Welcome yes. on board. And, we'll, and welcome uh, to Iowa and Iowa City. You know, we keep uh, emphasizing that we are really glad that the Iowa City PD is adding so much diversity in the force. Yes. Because Iowa City is, is so diverse. You know, we have Indeed. people from everywhere, and we have the student here, we have the university here that brings people all over the place. You know, that's how I came here because of the university. So it, it's great to see that we have so much diversity in the force and uh, keep doing your thing. So let's move Iowa City forward. Thank you. And I'll, I'll just add, you know, I, I spent the last 10-ish years in New York City, so um, from we're, one- We're in New York. From, I, I lived in Queens, in okay. Astoria. Yes, oh, I, I lived in Astoria too. Oh, oh really? No. Uh, <laughs> and I, uh, oh. I worked uh, like right across from the United Nations okay. um, in Midtown East and had a friend who worked in Hudson Yards at L'Oreal, actually. Really? Um, what is your friend? Rachel Landers, she did social impact. I did um, not. And their no, STEM program um, and fellowships for them. Never met Rachel. Uh, I, I left L'Oreal around the time they moved to, to Hudson, Hudson Yards. Yeah. So yeah, this yeah. was. I certainly loved it because of the company store. That <laughs> <laughs> fun. It'll definitely put a smile on your face. Oh, no, sure. no, no. Welcome to Iowa City. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Oh, and I speak Spanish too. So Good. Good. Also good. Thank you so wow. much. Daisy, would you mind? Because obviously the last group we saw were people that were, had been sworn officers somewhere else and they stepped right, basically right into the job you know, with some, you know, probably some orientation about what you do. Obviously, they're all going through academy. Can you just talk a little bit about that process, about the length of it or, or then you know, what they're what the steps are to get them all going through it or yeah anyway the um, academy is 16 weeks so it's um they added a couple of weeks at the end there for uh, which is on camp dodge right yes camp, camp dodge um they had a couple of weeks at the end there for uh, crisis intervention so we got a little bit of taste of that before we took the uh recently took the 40-hour course you know here in johnson county so okay were there prerequisites um yes you had you had to have um I think it was the PT test and then physical test. We had the, the post test. So you take the uh, the national post test, the police officer exam, and then uh, of course interviewing with the department. Okay. And now now that they're uh, so, at what point do you become a sworn officer? Is that at the completion of? Uh, we were actually sworn before we entered the academy. Okay. okay. Some departments okay. don't don't do it that way. Iowa City does that way. Okay. So. Yeah. And then they're train and then training from here on out. Obviously, I mean you know. Yeah, field training, we have uh, f is it five steps, five steps, four, four steps, and then it's, um, I believe, 20 days in each step or until we're, you know, they, they feel we're ready to go, so. All right. And we have another one. Party. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Mold your bees. You caught us right in the middle of it all, so. Lexi, come. if you, we, well, you can go up. Step up. Justin. I'm yeah. sorry, is that okay if we introduce ourselves to them as well? Oh, sure. Well, let's, we'll let her introduce We'll let her introduce we'll do the same thing, yeah. So just who I am? Just, yeah, just who, you, bit, are. who you are, a little bit, bit of background, why oh. you decided to jump into this profession. and Sure. So yeah. I'm Lexi Cole. I'm originally from Dubuque. I've been living up here for about four years now, and I went to University of Iowa, and I really liked the area, so I really wanted to stay down here. And what got me into law enforcement? What was your major at Iowa? Criminology. Okay. okay. That so makes sense. I originally wanted to get into the investigation side of it, but I kind of like patrol, so 
I think we might stay with that for now. <laughs> okay. Why law enforcement? Um, like I said, I've always just really been interested in that kind of thing. So I thought with criminology as my major, as I learned more, I liked it even more. So that's just something I thought that I could pursue after doing some ride-alongs and stuff. So. Well, welcome to Iowa City PD then. Thank you. Being so young, do you think you like it not more than when you, ex what did you expect what you're seeing right now? Um, I guess from doing the ride-alongs, it made me see like a different side of it and how it's gonna be. Cause I had like, I guess I had no idea what to expect. So being able to actually get out and see it, it really shed a different light on what it's all about instead of what people from the outside actually think it is. So you say you went to Iowa. Um, were you involved in a community? I mean, did you have any projects during school? Um, we did do some projects, but um, they were more research-based, so they were more like individualized, I guess, but yeah. Thank you. So yeah, we should do introductions as well, so you can all, yeah, so you just wanna, we just wanna start down this way and we'll kind of go across? I would love to start. <laughs> um, hi, everybody. Um, it's really nice to meet you guys, and I just, I really appreciate um, what we're seeing in terms of who's joining our police force. I, I feel confident when I meet you guys, so that's exciting. Um, I'm Siri Brune. I'm a, this is really loud. You're doing great, <laughs> just keep um, up. I am a science teacher at City High School, so on the east side of town. Um, I teach both general science classes and science classes that are geared towards people who are in their first year of being in this country um, and learning in English. So it's kind of like the idea that science is this language and we want to um, work towards equity in that learning experience. So I, I'm really passionate about human rights because I see the needs in this city through the lens of young people and I feel like they need um, a voice in these conversations. And from what I learned about the Human Rights Commission, I could tell that everybody here is working towards the same things I'm working towards in my classroom. So. I'm very passionate about this. I've been on the in the group for like eight months, I guess now. So um, I will wave to you and say hi when I see you around <laughs> Iowa City. Nice to meet you all. Yeah, thank you, Siri. Uh, I'm Biju Maliawal, and also nice meeting you. It's nice to see more women in the law enforcement. Retweet. It's very encouraging. Um, um, I've been in, on the commission for I keep on saying four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Four years. So. I'm the OG here. <laughs> I am an interpreter for the courts, the school districts, and, and the community. Uh, I speak five languages, and I'm also a community leader for uh, African um, immigrants and refugees, mostly Congolese. Uh, so I'm in a community a lot. I, uh, I've worked with the Iowa City Corville and Note Liberty um, Police Department to assist uh, when there's issue, especially with the language barrier. Um, what else? I do a lot in the community, so you'll be seeing me a lot as well with you guys. Um, but yeah, that's, I'm a mother. I have a 14-year-old, so yeah. Uh, my name is Roger Lusala. Uh, my daytime job, I'm the chief executive officer for a local company here called MYEP. Uh, MYEP serves individuals with uh, disabilities, so we serve from brain injury all the way to all the autism spectrum. Um, uh, I'm an immigrant from Congo. I came here when I was 17. So I'm like you, I live here longer than I live in Congo. So I speak multiple languages and uh, 
I'm a soccer coach. I've been coaching soccer for about 20 years on my spare time. And uh, I just love the Iowa City community. I did my undergrad in California, USC, and I, I came to Iowa to do my master program. And I've been here since. I'm a father, a bonus father, and uh, I just love everything that Iowa City has to offer to us. So. Um, Jason Glass, uh, my day job is, I was, well, I was in human resources for about 20 years and then about three years ago transitioned to teaching. So I now teach at the University of Iowa Tippie College of Business, uh, upper level HR classes and the MBA and undergrad programs. Uh, and I'm also in the National Guard. So I've been in the 34th Army Band for 28 years. So that's why I mentioned Camp Dodge. I will be there in a month for a couple of weeks. <laughs> so they're in, uh, based for, for a few weeks, uh, where I also do a lot of uh, diversity, equity, inclusion work through the Guard as well because of my civilian experience and, and working in, a, my HR jobs are a lot of around uh, civil rights and harassment and uh, discrimination claims and those, those kind of things too. So, And I'm also a dad. I have a freshman at City High and a fifth grader at Regina and my wife teaches uh, fifth and sixth grade band at Regina. So that's me. You're also the chair. I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, hi, my name's Ashley Lindley. I am the vice chair. Uh, I got my undergraduate degree at Iowa in journalism and mass communication, and now I'm actually going back again because I just couldn't get enough the first time, uh, getting my master's in social work. So very excited about that. I'm halfway through my program right now. Uh, I am currently on hiatus, but back in the fall, I will be going back to RVAP, working there as a MSW practicum student. Um, so for those who aren't familiar, the Rape Victim Advocacy Program, they serve like a massive eight county area, but are primarily based here in Iowa City with a couple satellite offices. So I've done work for them. I've done work with the Domestic Violence Intervention Program, a lot of victim advocacy type services. So I might see y'all around or interact with you occasionally. I am a bonus parent also, bonus mom to an awesome kiddo that just finished her first year of kindergarten. Very exciting. And yeah, I think that's all the big things about me. Cool. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Ashley. Uh, I'm Sylvia Johns and for work, I, I, I lead global fellowships and partnerships and programs for an organization called the Institute of International Education. It's kind of the world leader in academic exchanges through diplomacy, um, including you may know of like the Fulbright program, um, Boren, Gilman. We've administered those programs on behalf of the State Department for a long time. But we also do things like um, rescue scholars who for whatever reason are um, being persecuted um, in their region or area. And we have a network of universities throughout the world where um, a professor and, and his or her family can, um, can go and we'll, we'll take care of them. So we, we do a lot of different work, but all in this disguise of academic exchange and diplomacy. Uh, I'm pretty new to Iowa City. I, I spent 10, 10 or so years living in New York and Queens, as you know, we talked about it before. I really miss those that Greek food. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> but uh, we I, got Greek food here. <laughs> I, 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 and like and you know, so I'm I'm here <laughs> with with open ears and and really looking to lean in. You know, in the next few years, I'm only in my fifth month on as a human rights commissioner. So thanks for thanks for being here, guys. Mm -hmm. I'm Mark Priest. I'm the old white guy on the commission. <laughs> uh, you can tell that most of the people here are frenetic, um, busy with lots of things. I failed retirement as a Christian clergy. 
Um, so I'm all of those. I'm married. I'm a grandpa. I, you know, I got kids. Da 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 da. But I'm also excited about what Fiona Johnson and I are doing with the ambulance service and getting AEDs out and CPR trained. Um, yes. I'm so Good glad program. you guys are here. I appreciate the diversity and uh, particularly the language skills that are building bridges. Thanks so much. And Ali, do you want to give a brief introduction? Yeah, there. for sure. Uh, again, my name is Ali Ahmad. Uh, I'm not that much. I'm from San and uh, I'm the president of the Sudanese community in Iowa City, Johnson County, actually. And uh, also the president for the CWG, um, the father, and uh, and this is my wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is my mother. Oh, that's great. Oh. This is the best part of the day. <laughs> we're, we're doing this every week now. Yes. Someone has to stay at home every week. <laughs> Thank you, Ali. Thank you, yeah. Well, thank you again for being here. Uh, I, I think I speak on behalf of everybody when I say that, one, this is great that we keep doing this. This And so thank you to the police department for kind of helping to facilitate these introductions. Uh, we're appreciative of you being here and for what you do and wish you well in the community. Uh, you have a very important job. Uh, and part of this introduction is that you now have some connections. So if there's ever anything that we can help with, answer questions on, help connect you with parts of the community that you've heard some of our backgrounds and we touch lots of different you know pieces of our community and and and, commu and communities within our community so if there's any way that we can help make your job easier or uh, help resolve something then please don't hesitate to ask and if you see any of us on you know out in the community then please say hi and we'll do the same so thank you again for coming in and you can always reach us so contact us through Stephanie she has all of our contact information yep obviously she's right here in the building too so if yep. there's anything <laughs> she's easier us for us yep. to spot you than to spot us because we're out of uniform most of the time <laughs> <laughs> hey, well thank you guys for coming you are free to go yeah. <laughs> it's like a couple of you got to get back to work yeah from, from <laughs> you can stay if you, can you want they're yeah. like darn it now i gotta go back on patrol <laughs> thank you Okay, next is a conversation with Amnesty International, uh, the Cedar Rapids chapter. So, welcome. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Sure. So, my name is Mike Wyrick, and uh, I uh, run the Amnesty International group in Cedar Rapids for 20 years. I have a co-leader. The two of us uh, have run that. The reason I'm down here is over the winter, I got made the area coordinator for Amnesty for Iowa, which means I'm kind of in charge of the whole state wow. at this point. Okay. So there's no paid Amnesty employee in <laughs> Iowa, uh, but my little $200 stipend, I think, qualifies me as the highest paid Amnesty. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, right? We're honored. So, uh, yeah, right? I also, I run up in Cedar Rapids, I run the Sierra Club. 
I am the chairman of the board for our EcoFest, which is our Earth Day festival. I run a thing called the Phoenix Club, which is a Democratic pack up there dedicated to getting Democrats elected in Lynn County. And uh, I'm formerly on the conservation board up there, which is like this, an appointed quasi-governmental yeah. mm -hmm. group. So I understand the program. I get it. <laughs> so thank you guys for doing what you're doing. I appreciate it. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say something about Stephanie. I just think that um, she's outstanding. She's done such a good job of getting back to me on things. and not losing track of it and being kind and just you're all lucky to have her and I'd be yes. remiss if we I didn't say that. We, oh, we know that. Sure we couldn't agree that. more. Yeah. She's, she's the best our city best can of offer. Yes. That's right. So she's really great. Yeah. So then why I'm here, um, you know, as the AC, they asked me to have goals for the state and uh, I've always been confused about why there's not an amnesty group in Iowa City. <laughs> there's uh, uh, There has been an amnesty group in Iowa City in the past. They've been a little, let's say, ephemeral where, uh, you know, this town is transient and transitory a little bit. Yep. And mm -hmm. People, uh, like we see with the student groups, a strong, a strong student leader will start one, they graduate, it languishes, and then until another strong leader comes along. Anyway, uh, there's currently a very strong student group here. 200 uh, kids are involved in this through the University of Iowa. And there has been, uh, you know, a decent uh, adult group, as we call them, uh, in town, but there's not one currently. So I'm talking to um, some people that I know from Iowa City about why that would be, uh, particularly Brian Farrell, who some of you may know, I don't know, but a really good guy. He lives in Cedar Rapids, but works down here through the Center for Human Rights. So we just start listing all of the similar groups that you guys have down here. It's like Iowa City Foreign Relations Council, the Center for Human Rights, Veterans for Peace, uh, the Iowa City UNA and the State UNA, um, the Labor Center, the Center for Justice, the ACLU, uh, you know, it just got the Human Rights Commission, the Southeast Asian group, it just goes on and on. And I'm like, well, no wonder there's no amnesty group here. They're all busy doing other stuff. So, um, <laughs> with some similar missions in there. Yeah, too, with right? some similar missions. And so, um, you know, again, my goal is to try and start a group down here, but I'm not dead set on it. I've just uh, trying to make sure there's not a void that doesn't need to be filled, kind of. That's that's basically it. I'm here to learn what you guys do, network a little bit, uh, see how Amnesty might fit into the Iowa City community, and if you guys know of any people that um, might be interested in spearheading that. Uh, we have one person from Coralville that comes up to our meetings, but I don't feel like she really wants to start a group down here. It takes a certain type of person to want to lead the group. Uh, she wants to be a follower. Yes. Mike, you need to tell us what Amnesty International does. I'm sorry. I've got all these notes and I've skipped some of them clearly. <laughs> uh, Amnesty International is the world's largest human rights organization. And we're a grassroots organization. Our local group in Cedar Rapids, we're primarily letter writers. And then um, we're writing letters to try and free, uh, say, prisoners of conscience. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll write about indigenous rights. We'll write about, um, I write a lot of death penalty letters to states where that's still allowed um so you know greg abbott hears from me a lot and you know um that kind of thing uh there's an lgbtq rights section uh we do a work on gun violence for instance there's a gun amendment that's going to be on the ballot in the fall and i'm part of a larger coalition trying to convince people to vote no on that to gun amendment uh it's 
a really big tent. Let's just say that. Sierra Club, uh, my other organization, has kind of the same. It's both good, they're big tents, everybody's welcome, but they can be a little, um, <laughs> there's just a lot going on in there. So does that answer your question, Mark? Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to make sure yeah. everybody yeah. knew what yeah, you were yeah. doing. No, so it's good, good refresher. Yeah. That, that really was in here, and I just had skipped over it down to some other stuff. So basically, um, I've probably taken up enough of your time, but just understand that I'm trying to network down here. If yep. you guys have any ideas for me, Stephanie's got my contact stuff. I'd be happy to hear from anybody if you or somebody you know you think might be good for me down here. That's basically it. And then just to learn what you guys are doing and see what's happening down here. So I did, by the way, um, attend University of Iowa. I graduated a long time ago, uh, communications college, broadcasting and film. And in my real uh, job, I run a small advertising agency in Cedar Rapids. Well, thank go you, Hawks. Mike. Thank you, Vic. So that's it. <laughs> Stephanie, can you keep include his contact information in the minutes? Definitely. I'll just send it out to everyone. Yeah. Okay. That'd be great. That'd be I'd love to hear more. And I know I, I was just I just messaged my my good friend um, Zara is actually works out of the New York headquarters and she, of Amnesty, and she's the director of Impact and Learning. And it was just saying <laughs> that you Zara Zara do you know do you know Zara Mirza M I R Z A I don't think I do. I spent but more I, time in D.C. I'm a former like what I did for yeah. Amnesty before. I was legislative coordinator. Okay, so, that which makes meant sense. that. Yeah. I was spending time in senators and representatives' mm -hmm. offices, and then considering my senators and representatives, I got tired of beating my head against the wall doing <laughs> that job, and so I've moved to area coordinator where maybe I can get more done. Well, uh, and you kind of brought up this this area coordinator position. One of the first things you're looking at is trying to set goals, and that's really in her wheelhouse as well. So she said, take a picture of him and make sure that we can connect as well. So I may I may try to connect you too as well. It's really great, and it's funny how far flung this deal is. Like, I was looking through your minutes, and I saw on the uh, dental school deal, Archie Bunjil is your contact person, and she actually ran the Kennedy High School group and tried to get a group started down here a year before Zaina, who is the current leader of this 200-person group now. But uh, Archie Bunjil is uh, also an amnesty person. So awesome. yeah, we're everywhere. Yes. Anyway, thank you guys for what you're doing. I'll sit and just listen. And if you've got any thoughts or ideas for me, just let me know. Well, thank you. All right. Thank thank you. Thanks so for coming. Thank and we will, in, in, like I said, we'll get your contact information. And certainly, yeah, good to network. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. Right. Sure. Thank you. Okay. Number seven is uh, Iowa City Pride Vendor Opportunity. So Stephanie says... One minute. So it's really just a decision um, whether or not the commission wants to be a vendor for 2022 Iowa City Pride Festival. Um, one of the things with Pride is um, you have to provide your own table and chairs. I'm sorry, could you, could you say that a little louder? Provide your own tables and chairs. Oh, okay. Yes. You have to provide your own tables and chairs in a canopy if, you know, it's really sunny or if it's um raining out does the city have a canopy that we can use they, or tables and chairs they a canopy probably yes i think t tables and chairs would be i i don't know that we have a lot of the ones that are like <laughs> the ones you would get like at errol rental or big 10 like mm -hmm. oh like movable tables table like you know the ones you see here or at the rec center um 
Um, but I mean, if, if this is something the commission is interested in, I mean, we could probably always rent one, but I will warn you as somebody who's done setup and takedown, those, those tables are not that light <laughs> just to be, I mean, they're, they're kind of back. So just to be clear too. So this isn't sponsorship. This is just this is just this a big event. Just to Correct. be present because we've already I think we already didn't we already approve the, the yeah, funds. Yeah, the city is okay. already a sponsor. Right. So yeah, so this is just participating in the um, the vendor uh, as a vendor I should say for Iowa City Pride, and they said last year they had about fifteen thousand attendees, and that most people um, are there from noon to three. Yeah. So that's kind of the peak time. Another thing, this is a very busy weekend because there will also be Juneteenth events. It's also events. in Juneteenth is the same weekend, yeah. Yeah, so there will be Juneteenth events happening at Mercer here in Iowa City, and then there also will be a Juneteenth event in Coralville, and I'm not sure the location off of the top of my head. Um, so there's a lot going on is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. um, this What's the date for that again? Um, Saturday, June, June 18th. 18th. June 18th. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Do we have, well, for, for the first question probably, do we have people that would be available to man that? I, I am gone because I'm on my National Guard commitment starting. I'm now. also gone. I am available. It would be nice to split a shift with somebody mm. if possible, but I will be here. Okay. I honestly don't know whether this is an appropriate time to say this, but I would very much like to join. I may be heading into another three-month round of... Yeah. Got it. Got yeah. it. I, I'm available. Okay. I'll check my calendar and I'll let you know, Stephanie. It's I will say tentatively, yes. Yeah, I'm available. I can split a shift or something like okay. that if Fantastic. you want a minute. We might have yep. at least two or three, so that might yeah, be Yeah, let me just confirm enough. a few things. But sure. Yeah. So it sounds like we'd have enough people to, to do it, and then so now the question of... It's the issue of the tables and the chairs. I mean, I, chairs are easy enough to get in somebody's vehicle. A table, probably not so much. I have yeah. a, a table that folds with the oh. candle that... Yep. I have one of those, too. I can, I'm certainly, I can yeah. provide a table. It, it, say, oh. We also sure have we a table, those, and so. we should still have a truck. We're in, yeah. we're in the process of swapping and selling vehicles, but okay. I think at that point, we will still have a truck. We'll okay. have a truck regardless. Uh, my, but. So. my folding <laughs> table can, <laughs> can fit in the back And you got the, the, the tablecloth thing for human rights anyway, right? So Correct. we could, so yeah. yeah, so sounds like we're... I think we can cobble something together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I say we go for it. And, and should maybe we sh should just look at maybe just noon to three and that yes. way. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Noon to three is plenty. Yes. Well, yeah. I'm they glad want they're able you, to you have to be set up by noon, but I'll send more instructions um, along with um, just to get further commitments to make sure we have um, enough folks. So awesome. Fantastic. So mark your calendars. Those of you yep. that are putting it in there now, so I don't forget. Cool. I'll be thinking of you while I'm. Really sweaty in a uniform. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> okay, uh, number eight is update on race-based calls campaign. So, uh, brief update. So, from Bijou as well, right? Because you did this is the you rec you recorded your part for the public service announcement. Didn't you do oh. this? 
you and me both. Yes. Did you record yours? Yeah. Yeah, I already recorded mine. That yeah. Part. Me too. So, so, so it's in guys. progress. So obviously, this is a reference to what uh, Lee Hermiston was telling us about um, a, yes. a public service announcement about race-based calls uh, for the Iowa City Police Department. So, uh, there that is in the process of getting produced. Uh, it'll be myself and Bijou and Chief Liston and the mayor. And uh, Sylvia will be doing a taping on Friday too. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, great! Nice. That was a new, that's yep. new news. Right. It was new news to me too. But happy. <laughs> 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 That's, so that's five awesome. people, three of which are human rights commission members. I like awesome. It. So we have, that's now a majority. So the more we, the yeah, we, are, <laughs> we are the majority. Of the you thing. know, my question is: I know it's gonna run through the uh, city channel. Mm-hmm. Is that also gonna run through the social media as well that we can share it? That was my understanding. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And Good. it'll be on YouTube too, so you could always include a YouTube link on social media. Good. And all those things too. So. <laughs> Good. Yep. Uh, last, did you have you recorded your part yet? Then or on Friday. Friday. Okay. Nine forty a.m. I think those are the things that maybe the city can put a little money that we can also run it through like uh, KCRG and things like that. Yeah, I have to, have to ask Lee what his plan is for doing that stuff, obviously. Because usually the stations have some yeah. set aside for public service announcements. They do. Kind of thing, you right? know, so. show you care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. KCRG yeah. runs show you care. I know we yes. do a lot of things with them. Because I know, you know, not everybody watches the city channel, but a lot of people watch KCRG, KWWL, maybe on those uh, show you care Pop in one of those. Uh, Do we public know when that will be produced by? What's that? Do we know when that will be completed? Good question. Uh, so it depends on when we get everybody recorded. I know. I'm not sure. I think Chief Liston's got his done. I hadn't heard that the mayor had been. They were still working on schedules. But it, once they were all recorded, it should be a week or two. So I would expect by first of June would be my guess. But first of June's next Wednesday. Oh, is it? It'll be but good I mean, also to send it to early June. Early June, I'll say. Turned around pretty quick, yeah. Yeah, because it was all in the studio, and it'll all be so. You, mm-hmm. you know, so it's pretty easy for them. Once I was just kind of recorded. hoping this is probably too idealist, but I was kind of hoping that maybe there'd be some way to have that shown in schools because I feel like I mean that'd be invaluable to have kids yeah. learn how to use the police and how not to use the police. Yeah. And I, I wonder if it would be even worth like over the summer collaborating so that that's something that they see in the fall even if it's not okay. at the time of the because right. I could well, work on that I mean, obviously over the that, summer. that'll be I mean the content of that is pretty timeless it's not really it's right. not so it's any maybe date, I'll so. work on that to have that be like an early thing in the yeah, fall yeah you give you a little okay. lead time to plan for something a little more formal part of the welcoming you know, doing orientation That's or doing the school ensemble or something like that, yeah. that'd be great, see. Okay. That's a great idea. I'm sorry to put on this too about, you know, like the shooting that happened. I, fe- I feel like maybe we should do the same thing, like an announcement about, you know, like an awareness about the shooting that happened, the two shooting, as if we can do the recording as well to let people know, because I know a lot of people are terrified right now. I myself, I am. I'm. I don't stay outside late anymore. Um, when I'm driving, I'm like just worrying what's gonna happen. So I think it's time if we, as the human rights commissioner, if we can do, I don't know if Stephanie, if that's okay. Are you uh, talking about putting out in a statement yeah, a or statement verbal to statement? to record something about that and maybe not to reassure people, but to kind of you know, help it. Like, I'm I'm scared. I'm just trying to let you guys know. Well, that. I don't know the content that you guys doing with this uh, race-based call. Is it just um, 
is it deep or you guys just uh it's it's well each of our parts is pretty brief it was maybe i had four or five sentences and then you know that's all of us would be about the same so it's i mean it's meant to be like commercial length yeah you know in total with the mm -hmm. four or five or six of us um so and you know and it's yeah it is kind of an overview just basically reminding people that it please make sure if you're calling 911 it's for legitimate, legitimate. purposes mm -hmm. and that you know and uh Kind of checking yourself to make sure that it's not. It, are, are you reporting something that's really legitimate behavior, but it's mm -hmm. based on some, you know, based on race or so or mm -hmm. or physical appearance? And but I want to validate what Bijou is saying that you know the shooting uh, left um, a, a sense of scare in the African American community. Uh, I think worldwide. So I don't know where to go with that yet, but I'm I'm, I'm going to think about it deeply to to see if. What can we do as a human rights commission? Well, yeah, I, my, I, one I, of the I, things that I've observed is that we've saw, we've lost our affect. Yeah. I listened to we the have. governor mm -hmm. talk about it. Mm -hmm. It's like, hello, these are kids' baby. These are parents' babies. We're yeah. concerned about this. Yeah. It's happening. It's very upsetting, and um, I think somehow the, we need to be able to communicate that, mm -hmm. and, and because it can't wait. just be more data. Yeah. And I don't want to wait to reach out town or it's somewhere, you know, like it is our duty to, to be part. You hear, you see something, you say something. I don't think we say enough or maybe I don't say enough. But um, in, in some way, I guess Roger can, besides being a man, I'm, I'm scared to say something, yeah. you know. Um, so your, your contribution, your voices, um, I think, will help as well so i'm a willing partner in this i just it's breaking my heart you know my you, kids are teachers yeah they teach little kids yeah it is it is um we have lost the we're becoming too desensitized to the shooting you know having a shooting today with 14 students and one teacher die and all those shooting that's happening on a daily basis it's like every day we have a mass shooting and we don't have the sensitivity that we used to have before now it's just mm -hmm. and we worry thing. about body counts and what kind of weapon and yeah it's like no 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 we're looking about broken hearts yeah it's, it's a norm now everybody's thinking oh it's okay what's next but it's it's not no, i'll be part of this Stephanie, you could, want to maybe could you talk us through and even just informing me as someone who's fairly new um when incidents like this or or other things where the commission has wanted to act what what has that played out how does that what does that look like is that a is that a statement is that and, and where do you see the impact yeah, uh, the usually, most impactful usually it's response. been um a, a statement okay that's released like a news release mm -hmm. um if the commission is wanting to do something like that it would you know have to be an agenda item right. okay which it's not this evening yeah right. um so it would have to be um decided on in terms of content at another meeting but you know if members of the commission want it to meet in yeah. small groups right. so yeah that was going to be my suggestion Ooh, I lost the yeah, it's based <laughs> upon <laughs> emotions somebody wave their arms uh, that would be what was going to be my suggestion was that we we just got done with our strategic planning and yes. set up these and this is exactly the kind of thing a committee mm -hmm. could be you know right. either an existing one or an ad hoc one to discuss you know, what what kind of response would be appropriate and then draft something or some language mm -hmm. you know, I'd like to, to be to part of that end. 
But I'd also like it to be part of when we receive the Juneteenth proclamation. Well, maybe maybe we can put a group together of people that want to work on something like that. I'm on since, it. Since it's not a... So the Juneteenth proclamation will get accepted next week. June 6th. Yeah, well, yeah, so two weeks from now. Yes. We don't have a scheduled meeting between then and now. In fact, we have an agenda item here of discussing potentially canceling our June June meeting at the end of June. So I'm willing to receive the Juneteenth proclamation. I would well, join I would you. Oh, so, so we'll, yes. We'll get to that. Yes. Well, so if you're, you know, so that's if you're going to, since Come you're, your sister. we're on it. Since we're on since it. you're accepting that, then you'll have remarks in front of the city council. Oh so, yes, we will. Yep. So yeah. if, this seems like a really great opportunity to be nimble, and to not wait until another month to draft something. To, like I think, I, I think one of the things though that you have to be careful about is nobody is going to be able to stand in front of council and say that they're speaking on behalf of the commission we understand the majority of you have agreed to that language which would require a meeting right okay so you can stand up and say this is stephanie bowers i'm a member of the iowa city human rights commission and these remarks i am delivering on behalf of myself okay but, let it roll mm -hmm. but, yeah. thank you yep. stephanie so yeah we all individually have the right to do that so but yeah so you have to but and, to and Stephanie's point, we typically we have you know typically our process has been to. It's what Stephanie's it, observing is how very respectful we need to be of each other in our appointment. Yeah, and be crisp about that. Well, and we Do have we, this week and next week initial meetings from the strategic planning coming up. Yes. Yes. So all of our committees have a scheduled first meeting. Yes. Correct. So if folks wanted to talk about that in their small committees, they could do that. Okay. I think that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's do that. Since Is it's not on the agenda, we can discuss it at uh, the small right. group meeting. And then that's, that could be part of what you bring to our next formal meeting. Yeah. Is Unless we feel the need to call a special meeting before then, sure. which yes, is correct. also an option. Okay. Can I ask, is there any other community group that we would want to uh, reach out to or like uh include their voice or perspective on what we say on for the proclamation i know mark you mentioned that in when you receive the um the proclamation on behalf of the jewish mm -hmm. community you reached out to the community I before um, well, I, well yeah i think we can I think definitely there is group. Uh, are we still talking about the, the shooting or are we talking about proclamation because we kind yeah, of out of separate things. Right. So, yeah, not, not careful. So let's wait, wait, save the proclamation for because we have an agenda item for that as well. So just make sure we're not crossing streams. Right. I wanted to make a comment related to the groups that we can reach out to. Prior to the last this last year, you could reach out to the consultation of religious communities. I learned at that last month meeting that there is their only information sharing. They're no longer making statements. Mm. Okay. 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 I we get back to the agenda. Okay. So that was number eight. So we're now on yes. number nine. Any other questions on the race-based calls campaign before we? Okay. Uh, social justice and racial equity grant so allocation. Before you get so. into the. Um, the grants and the allocation and the different um the additional twenty five thousand. I just wanted to give this late hand out. 
So this is from a grant that is currently being funded. And they're inviting commission members to a graduation. Mm -hmm. Oh, here, I have, I have two copies. For the participants Extra. who have taken their Monday. So what I need, because this is Monday, June 6th, so it coincides with that city council meeting um, that's being held on a Monday instead of a Tuesday. But if everyone could um, let me know, I would hope by Friday, if you can attend this and we will purchase you, um, they're giving you a discount on the tickets, so the city will um, purchase tickets for you to attend. It's at the Englert. And I think the handout is pretty self-explanatory, but I know at the strategic planning sessions you had uh, spoken a lot about being more involved in and with the organizations that receive um, funding through your recommendations and so this may be a, a great awesome opportunity to to see you know the magic that can happen through these oh, awesome. so, but to be clear this is the same this would be during the same time as the city council meeting so at least what time is it, that is that five or five thirty to six? No, no, no. The city council. Six. They start at six. six, but I mean, usually a proclamation. Right away. I mean, they start them. I don't know how many yeah. others there would be, but I, I mean, I would say it literally probably takes five to seven minutes. So, mm -hmm. you know, you you probably could duck in, duck out, and duck back in <laughs> if you need. Trying to, to decide <laughs> if I can multitask that yep. well. Yep. I think I can. <laughs> you can. But anyway, so I just okay. wanted to get that in your hands yep. before you Thank you so much. Thank you, the, the allocation. But if, like I said, just a friendly reminder, and I'll yep. probably send an email. So if anybody who's interested in being part of this, then just contact Stephanie and get on the list. So that's great. Awesome. Thank you, Steph. Thanks, Steph. So on the agenda item, so just to recap, I believe everybody's aware that the city council approved an additional $25,000 of grant funding for this year for FY22. So the the group of applicants that we just reviewed and granted 75,000 to, they have given us, the city council has approved an additional 25,000 that we can distribute to this year's applicants. So do you have a question? <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to speak uh, on that. Well, I'll, I'll go, so I'll, I'll come to you first when I get, so just to, so in your packet, so as, as you remember, there were several grantees that we did not allocate funding to, um, some of which we decided not to fund because we decided to, to basically disqualify them because they had they were part of the school district or the university where they had state funding or taxpayer funding and okay. so, you know in some other way. Uh, so after the city council approved the additional funds, Stephanie reached out to the remaining applicants that we, that we had not previously funded uh, and asked essentially two questions. One, would they still be interested in funding? And two, if they were funded, could they accept something less than what they had uh, applied for? Uh, and there are two out of the, the remaining group that, that said yes to all those questions. Uh, one is the uh, Dental Student Association uh, and the Catholic Worker House. So when those two applications are in your packet. So the Dental Association 
uh, request was, I'm going to get the exact amount. 5,400. 50, was it? Approximately, yeah. So 5,440. we considering them now? 5,400. What's that? So, I, okay, are we going to consider this one now? That's the, that's. Well, I don't uh, understand yeah, sure. their budget. They're, they're getting $4,800 from fees. They want $5,400. Um, their expenses don't worry. It's, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. I'm looking at pages four and five. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to clarify, in the email that I sent, it said in preparation for the meeting that you guys are having right now, if you could review your submission and take the time to answer the following questions and send back to me by Tuesday, May 17th at noon. Um, if partially funded amount less than requested, could your organization still complete the original proposal between July 2022 and July 2023? And if yes, what is the minimum amount that the organization could receive to complete that proposal? So that's all. I'm just adding right. that. So thank you for clarifying. So there's well, no, I think I might have misspoke. So I just wanted to make okay. sure that we were. So all it on looks the like their expenses are thirty-seven fifty. They have forty-eight hundred dollars of anticipated fees. So what are they asking for money for? Well, that's just the revenue. Right? The money they're asking for is to purchase the book for the reading between uh, August twenty twenty-two to. December. No, it says expenses. That's their budget. It's right there on page five. Educational materials, mis supply, miscellaneous supplies and supplies. So yeah, it's not very specific, right? Yeah. I'm looking back. I'm refreshing my memory on the grant itself. I mean, I I like what they're trying to do. I just Let I, don't, me, I don't get the numbers. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pull up the email that they um. I like what they're trying to do. I think maybe the person who was completing this document maybe did not understand how you break down the expenses, but I like the the the, the message or the budget or the proposal that what they're trying to do with the money. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I like the idea. And they had history of a good outcome last year. And they did that last year, especially with the is this identical to what their application was we looked the first time? It not, n none of the applications were modified. So this is the, no, yes, this yes, is this the, the same thing. application. Can I ask a point of clarification? Uh, when we received the additional funding from the city council, was there a, why was it decided that we'd go back to the ones that had initially submitted versus opening up a call for any additional? We didn't have enough timing for that because the money has to be released June 1st. Okay. So, so this, yeah. and, we, and, and the reason really the city council pushed our money because we had so many good applicants, but we, couldn't, we didn't have enough funding to fund all of them. So in the next year's budget, they added out 25,000. So we have 100,000. They said, if we give you the additional 25,000 again this year, which is getting pulled from the money that the city council put, that million dollar that they put aside for the Black Lives Matters mm. with the, you know, so for us it's just an additional money. So we couldn't really open up the whole process because the money have to be released June 1st. Okay. So, so you know, we do this annually anyway, so they've already increased sure, our budget for next year. And they, it, this was specifically to say, to answer yeah, us, which we said, is this, 
it's it's unfortunate that we had all these great applicants and we can only fund seventy five thousand of them, seventy five thousand dollars worth of these mm -hmm. applicants. And they said, well, if we gave you another twenty five, could you fund some additional ones? Okay. Right. So that's that's a different ask than hey, we'd like to do another round of grants and 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 open up. Otherwise, we have to have mm -hmm. a whole open process to request proposals again, sure. which would take considerable time. And not in in there is no process for that currently. We'd have okay. to. Okay. I have a question. Stephanie, I, I have a question too. Okay. You go first. Sorry. What what happened to the twenty five thousand dollars? Twenty five? Yes. If we do not approve it, like that, it goes away. Yeah, they it don't goes. carry over. That that was kind of my Spend question it or too. Lose it. Okay. Yes. My, my question was if uh, if so, that twenty five thousand will go away if we can't like push it to next year or anything. It like doesn't that. roll over. No. No. This is for, this is in this year's budget. This is in this year's. Okay. That that makes sense. I just it's 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 a little disheartening to only see you know, two applications come forth after yeah. there was so many that, well, you know, weren't. I, I, yeah, but that was Yeah, I think, but I mean, yeah. these were submitted by January, or yeah, January 7th. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm reaching out to them in May. So uh, some uh, of the things were already. Well, they, they, it, maybe they no longer have the resources. Right. Maybe they were able to find the funding somewhere else. Right. Uh, maybe it's just the timing. Maybe May is not generally a good time for them, mm -hmm. but. Um, so I, I, don't, I didn't take it as um, a hit in terms of not being interested. I took it more as the timing of the opportunity. Right. I mean, um, I think the expectation yeah. was that if we'd had additional funding, there would have been several that we would have had to, the choice to fund. So this is a surprise to me, too, and, and disappointing. But it's also we haven't done this before in this yeah. way. So this yeah. was... This was the risk we took when we asked for more funds. Yeah, I wish more people had, you know, reapplied because I know a few of those organizations that um, probably will love to. Yeah. And, and keep in mind, we couldn't ask for new proposals. This, right. so, you know, this is just say to say, hey, that some of the people that are already applied that we didn't right. fund, we yeah. can we can right. now go back to them and say, Correct. by the way, hey, we got more money now, we can give you something. Correct. But some of them have. Well, we were more than I would have expected. Have said have. We were hoping that the people that we didn't fund, they'll come back so we can have the opportunity to fund them. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, only getting two of those back, uh, it is, for me, a little disappointing. Mm -hmm. Because, but at the same time, those organizations could have had fund another funding source or they have abandoned the sure, project yeah. because they were told that they were not getting the money. But it, it, it's a little disappointing that out of probably... Uh, five, six, or seven that we did not fund it, mm -hmm. that only these two came uh, um, yeah. forward. Yeah, and, and some of it might have been that um, it's not that they weren't interested, but they weren't interested in taking it at less than they had requested. It could be. So that's mm -hmm. one. Yep. And then two, you lost some of them because they're um, funded by taxpayer. Right. Yeah, so which we so, decided so when we scored these district, two that the we university. Kind of that's um, right. Okay. Kirkwood Community College, they're going to drop off automatically because they're not, they're not, they applied as primary applicants and they can only be secondary. Is that okay to follow up with the one that did not respond to just see why they didn't? But the question is, we have to release it by June 1st. Do we have the time? We have to make a decision tonight. No, no, no. I'm just curious why they did it, not that we will add them. Gotcha. I mean, I can try. I don't I don't know if the response would be any more or less than what it was when I sent out the note. And the and the $25,000 was indeed, the idea is that we would be funding additional 
and, and not looking at those that we had previously said yes to and, no. and, and adding no. funds there. No. Okay. That's not what I got from the council. Right. The okay. council was so more approving. I mean, those contracts have been signed, right? Right. But like doing an addendum if we felt like their work was more impactful no, or not. Okay. Yeah, that's just, no. just asking. I mean, it's a good question, but yep. yeah. But uh, so we're, we're kind of like it or not <laughs> we're here yeah we, got we, it now we, I'm we all have up. we have the guardrails between us that we have twenty five thousand dollars to allocate mm -hmm. up to twenty five thousand and we can do zero of that well, when but, we say that really the money goes away it go like it goes back to that black lives matter yes. like but it could still if we if we feel that we are not confident in these applications we could still in the confidence that city council would allocate it to something impactful. But well, that not million dollars is not getting moved because it's set aside by the council. So they just pull this 25,000 out. So if we don't allocate it to anybody, that 25,000 goes back in the uh, Black Lives Matter. I think that's my point, is that if we don't have the confidence, we shouldn't just spend it because I, I would agree it'll that we go shouldn't. away from us. It's still set aside for an important purpose. Mm -hmm. yes. yeah. It's a little... I don't know. Just I'll, I'll just speak here and, and say it. Um, I, I found it a little odd, though, that it's being pulled from Black Lives Matter, f which is a specific purpose, and then being and we're looking at some proposals that may not be focused on that group. I, I, I'll, I'm just gonna throw that. Up. I see where you're okay. well, coming from. I think this proposal all fits in with the racial equity. Sure. So if you're talking about money that was allocated because of the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm -hmm. Where it came from. But it's not completely just reserved just for the Black Lives Black Lives Matter. Sure. It's for sure. the racial, racial tension yeah. that was in town. You know, me personally, it's not like we're losing that money yeah. if we don't fund anything. Right. I agree. It's just going back to the, the council, yes. It's going back to that. We, we can tell the council that, yeah, after putting out the application, some people have moved on or they found other sources. The two that came back to us, we didn't feel it was as much deserving or meeting our criteria. So the, that money just goes back to that part. That's and next year, we're going to get 100000 We can also go to the council to say, hey, you pulled that 25000 last year. <laughs> can you pull it back out? Sure, we can give it back. We can make us. any request to the always, council, right? Yeah. We can always suggest that to the council. Mm -hmm. If that's still there, can we also consider these two applications together? We, we can also about consider that. these two applications. Yes. The Iowa City okay. Catholic Worker. I know that they're um, primarily looking at giving voice to a community. I mean, it's in. It's clearly aligned with racial equity. It's the Escucha Mi Voz. Um, program yeah I'm excited about what they do they've got a big advocacy role sometimes they make us uncomfortable of course we should be uncomfortable I think they're working really hard to get equity in the distribution of, of funds to people who are not receiving obviously we heard from them mm -hmm. last summer around excluded workers we actually we put out a statement in support of excluded workers in part because of what they presented to us so i mean it's a organization that we have aligned with in that way in the past so at least in in part so i'm supportive of that i'm, I'm embarrassed that i can't make the numbers work in the previous application i just 
in the Catholic oh, worker. No, the dental school. The, the dental, oh. school. dental school one. Yeah. So my my understanding just from looking at it is that that's their regular budget. And the proposal that's is entirely outside of their budget. That's what I thought. So the proposal is separate from their organizational budget. They gave us their organizational budget, not a budget for the proposal. Yeah, and I would also say, I mean, th 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 these organizations don't necessarily have grant writers writing. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's a good so, point. So, you know, th the fact that maybe something is unclear or maybe could have been explained differently is kind of indicative of a grassroots organization that's working its way up so yep. I, I do, and, yeah. and in the future when you're looking at your packet I, I mean if questions arise you can always reach out to me and I it's not a problem for me to reach out to the organization and say hey one of the commissioners had a question about this this didn't quite um, make sense to them and I can definitely get those things clarified for for the commission before the meeting I don't think an organization should be eliminated because their budget doesn't meet because like Stephanie you say not many organizations have grant writer on their staff so if the if the, the the vision and the mission is good we can fund it because they're always going to bring us the the reports of what they're spending the money on so, so they'll still we be have accountable really, for that yeah. yeah they're still going to be accountable for that because and when you're writing grant proposal Sometimes you're shooting from the hip that uh, this is what we're gonna spend on this, this unless you're really getting bid, and and sometimes with this small grant you're not going out there getting bids and and so you before you do the grant. So I'm supportive of this uh, application for the dental school. I think their message is good, especially that they have done it before and they saw the impact that created, especially after the. The, the dental school incident, the professor, and all that stuff. So I'm really supportive of their mission. In the spirit of that, I'd, I'd recommend that, or no, I, I'm offering a motion that we fully fund the dental school and that what's left from the 25000 goes to the Catholic worker. I would second, I second that. that. Mm -hmm. Well, we have two second. We have Mark making the motion, <laughs> and we have... <laughs> so who is, the, who is the second? We have a second and third. Siri can have it. So it'd be twenty thousand two hundred for Catholic worker and forty eight hundred dollars for the dental. No, school. the Catholic the dental school is actually asking fifty four hundred. Yeah, yes. Five thousand four hundred. Okay, so it's nineteen six so, yep, to the so Catholic. And we appreciate your mental math. Nineteen. <laughs> yes. Noted. Five, six, being silly nineteen, five, six, no, I'm serious. Can, that was I fast. Do, I can do it. I'm an old guy. So, so we have a motion to fund, fully fund the Dental Student Association and fund the Catholic Worker uh, House with 19560. Yep, 19, <laughs> yes. Right. So it's moved and seconded. Any other discussion or? The only discussion will be to maybe ask the dental school to give us a better budget but they have to report it when they do their reporting anyway, so. That's what I was gonna say, yeah. like when they do their reporting, yeah. I guess then they'll have to then they'll, see. They mean, yeah, they'll have to show how they spent all those dollars. Ali, you have anything to say? I don't know. Thank you for reminding me to call. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're giving uh, right. if tries to speak, you Ali's. have to listen. Ali. Okay. Yes, I'm here. Oh, okay. okay. I wanted to give you a chance to uh, to speak if you had anything to say and don't you don't have to just asking no I'm okay thank you and for the catholic worker 
you know, they say only 75% of that money was going to be used for the startup. So 19000 something, the 75% would have been 18750 So it's, it still covers their startup costs. Yeah. Yeah. So. so, yeah, we have a motion in a second. Okay. Yeah. Any other discussion? All in favor of the funding motion as stated, say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion passes. So we were rec we will be recommending to city council. Now this is still subject to city council approval, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but this is be our recommendation to city council. So. Can somebody let me know who seconded the um, the approval of the meeting minutes? I know Roger moved, but I didn't. The I meeting didn't. minutes. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank I you. Did. Okay. Mayor. Okay. Uh, agenda item number 10, the Juneteenth proclamation. So kind of got into this a little earlier. So we, I assume we'll need a volunteer to accept the proclamation on Monday, June 6th at the six o'clock meeting and be in this room. I think and it Mark, sounds like Mark, Mark you, were, you, know, you were already <laughs> Mark volunteered. Mark volunteered. I'm willing to do that, but I think Siri and I we're would like to talk about it together. We will collaborate. Yes. So that's the same date and time as the grant uh, invitation. I think you. I plan to be two places at once. You can go to the. You can and do it, Siri. Yes, it's just that the English. In so English you can theory, go it's not there, that far. Start really the event, close. come over here, accept the proclamation, and go back. Save you a seat. Well, by the time yes. she goes back, it'll be over. No, you, you know won't what? be over. Oh, they'll be in, in and out of here sprint. in ten minutes. The we'll proclamation literally just yeah, doesn't take that long. Yeah. Mark, you ask uh, about the possibility of what group to invite. Yes to come in and receive well, the Well, let's be very clear. We're, we're separating the Juneteenth proclamation from... Very clear. The, June, the Juneteenth proclamation is just that, mm -hmm. the yes. mayor. The, with the Asian American Pacific Islander and the Jewish American Heritage proclamations, I knew those faith communities okay. yes. that I could take it to. In the case of Juneteenth, I defer to your wisdoms. I don't know. Maybe it's oh. Johnson County Interfaith Coalition. Well, or the Black Wait, Project, so you're, Black uh, Voices I'm, Project. You have a lot of organizations or here. Or there's other organizations. You I, well, if you're accepting it, I guess I'm... No, I, I guess my, my question was related to our discussion in the strategic planning about how I don't necessarily feel that I'm in a place to speak on me, like... Well, yeah, that was a discussion in the strategic plan, even though we're still working on it, so. Um, but also, it doesn't mean that you cannot speak on behalf of that community. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I accept, I've, I as a, you know, white male have accepted the, the Black History Month proclamation before, too. So it's, you, you're, I understand you're still putting that. I would just, I would really want to make sure that, like, I was confirming that I'm, respecting like the, the the fact that i am not um so i my, my so advice i would just say i mean sp speak from your heart right and you can uh, and i told mark this for the um the two that he accepted a few months ago you'll get a copy of the proclamation so stephanie will send you that to and there's language in there about juneteenth use that as your base and say you know so 
when you accept it, I mean, theoretically, when you accept it, you could just say thank you and we appreciate you, you know, doing this, and then that's the end of it. If you want, if you want to say more, then I would say use some of the language in there and and react to some of the language that's, that's in the proclamation. Oh, Stephanie can write something. But, no, 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 no. I don't want to. I, I, I understand what Siri is talking I, about. I, I get what serious trying to talk about because you know if, if, either we like it or not we no, that's deeply commentary. disrespectful it is representation matter yes yeah. it does matter so yes as we accepting those proclamations that representing a community yes I like to see member of that community either present when we accepting it and passing it on to them or they, or they are accepting it so I, I think for the Juneteenth, if Mark wants to accept it, we fine. I think it, it, it wouldn't hurt to invite a couple members of the uh, African-American community mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to be present. And uh, as you accept that proclamation, you can end it off to them and see if they have any word to say. There, there needs to be an understanding and an onus of the responsibility of Juneteenth, that the message came to Galveston two years after Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah. So the white world has got huge responsibility in this failed communication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why I, I, I just got more passion than I need tonight. I, <laughs> I appreciate it. I would like to pair I that responsibility and us taking that responsibility yes. with the representation that we feel is also necessary. Yes. Can I just so say this, though? You have a lot of diversity within groups. Right. So you can have a representative from whatever group you're talking about, and that does not mean that they are the consensus for the entire group. Exactly. So if you're not going to do something based upon the fear of criticism, that's no. never going to be guaranteed. Right. No. Be because some, it doesn't matter. Somebody you know, people, criticize. one group is not all going to think alike, feel mm -hmm. alike, or no. see something. We just need a holistic view. So, yes. Yeah, I mean, so I wouldn't yeah. get, you know. Okay. Right. And, but I, I honor what you said, too. And to be able to say, I want, and, and you're right in that we talked about this as strategic planning is that we want to try to find opportunities to partner with, to include other organizations that, you know, that, you know, and this is a prime opportunity to kind of, you know, to do that, to reach out to a community, to another, another group and, or to ask their input of, hey, I'm accepting this proclamation. What are some, what are some ideas or thoughts that you might have that I want, might want to incorporate into what I say when I accept this, yeah. right? And I I have some ideas. that last component that Jason mentioned, that's something I've done in the past for proclamations because it, it can feel awkward going up there as a white person, as a straight person, whatever, if you're not in alignment with the group that that proclamation is centered around, if that's not part of your intersectional identity, being able to at least get the input and have some of those voices represented when you accept that proclamation, that's something that I, I have always tried to do. So yeah, if too. you don't feel as though you can you can be a voice, go seek out other voices. And if those people can't can't be there, ask if you can share their words. And I, I have had immense um, positive feedback from folks when I've reached out. I'm like, can you be there? If you can't, would you mind sharing a few words with me so I can amplify them and share them with city council? I and, think and that's Mark usually been that. appreciated. And I just want to tell you something. Like, I think you being there, I mean, for me, you know, as a black person, it's you're supporting something. It's, it's encouraging that you are part of it. So don't feel like you shouldn't. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. Okay. But mm -hmm. you being there coming together to do it, it's like oh, you are, you know, like expressing your voice, you know, so and 
that's something that we appreciate, so. Thank you all. I feel like I have lots of ideas, <laughs> and I also want to clarify that in no way am I saying I don't want to be there using my voice. I just want to make sure that when I do that, yes, I'm not speaking over someone who has no, more it's, experience. It's, 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 it's good to be I, conscientious I of yeah, that. And I appreciate you asking the question, because I think that it's a good reminder for all of us, and I think we had a good discussion and reinforced some of those Agreed. things. So, yeah, so. Mark and I are going to... Yes. Okay. Collaborate the heck out of this. Yes, you will. That'd be great. Siri, come to the porch. We'll figure it out. Okay. Yes. You can I know where you live. Fresca. We'll go to Dane's. <laughs> it's open. Okay. You can uh, speak about Audi. Number 11, strategic planning updates. Um, I, I don't know if there's anything specific on this. I know that, as we mentioned, all three of our subcommittees all have their initial meetings scheduled. I know one is at my house tomorrow, so <laughs> I know that's that one's happening. I have two so. tomorrow. One at Jason's house, then, you know, after that, we take a break, Siri, and I have to go to the environmental center, you know, we take the water break. And uh, <laughs> well, I'm go going to with you. <laughs> to the environmental center to do the second one. Yep. Mm -hmm. I believe next week's is via Zoom. Yeah. And who's meeting with me at the Java House on June 1st at 7.30? That's me as well. Yeah. I'm not sure who else. I can remember the, the list. I'm not part of that group. Are we doing Java House or are we doing Zoom? I am. There you go. Yeah. I'm doing I guess, research. I guess it's a Java House. We'll <laughs> figure it out. I'll have to meet with Jason or Stephanie and, and get an update on, oh, that's right, on you committees oh, yeah. and, and all that took place on that yes, session. I think, I think uh, we put you on a group. We put, oh, you, <laughs> we put you in uh, We found where your heart would have been. Okay. And we okay. put you there. We, we did. But you can always, you know, tell we, us which one you We want put you in a group. That, We're open yes. to modification yes. if you're not, you know, if you modify. have a different preference. All right. Thanks. So uh, for those committees, so just a little bit of you know what I think we all I think we all know what we need to be doing, but is to, to further the conversation around specific uh, goals and objectives yes. that we started that conversation at, at the end of our last strategic planning session. So yeah. Uh, so if there's and if I, I'd offer too, if there's any questions anybody has or you run into some snags or those kind of things, then reach out. But you've got I think. All but Sylvia were at that at our, our second. May I so share we can catch brief, you up on that discussion. May I share like yeah. a brief summary of the? I think the we three? added Sylvia in the group. I I know where she is. Okay, and, Sylvia knows. And Very Stephanie did. Very brief. Does, is Jennifer going to send out like a uh, some yeah, minutes? Yeah, yeah, she um actually is on um she's out of the country on vacation. She left oh. on Sunday. She's in Greece. So she should be getting Ooh, you good for her. Um, information or documents probably that week of June sixth. Okay. And then the plan is is for her to, I know you guys have put a lot of time and commitment <laughs> into the strategic planning. And so I'm, um, I realized that um, putting that time in has probably disrupted other schedules. So I am truly appreciative of that. But I am also hoping that um, Jennifer can come back and do like an hour and a half in I'd July. That. That'd be great. Check in with the subcommittees to see, you know, if there's things that she can do to assist if you're stuck or just you're, get and just keep the momentum going, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be sending out a um I, it's not a doodle, but it's a doodle <laughs> that has um it's a form different of a doodle. days and times just so that you don't have to do it with your July meeting because then it just just really makes okay. the meetings long. But I spoke with her and I said, you know, really being mindful of everybody's time just you know in and out quick as possible so she she thought she could do it definitely within 90 minutes and if she can do it in less then you know you would adjourn sooner than that great 
Okay. Great. Well, and to that end, this is that's a good segue to our next agenda item, So, um, which is discussion on whether to hold a June meeting. So we had, because of the amount of time we've asked of everybody this last month or so uh, with, you know, what six hours of additional time this this month uh there was discussion of whether or not we have we wanted to cancel our regular meeting for the end of june that i, th I think the caveat from our earlier discussion would be to you know we kind of reserve the right potentially to call a special meeting if we were going to release a statement on on the recent shootings right so there was some discussion about that um but I, I, I know for just personally, I'm, I won't be able to be present at our date for our June meeting. I'll be on my, my National Guard duty, so I'll be away. Uh, I know that's a pretty common time for vacations and things like that, too. So uh, given scheduling conflicts and the fact that we've asked a lot, and this would give some space maybe for those committees to meet a few times and build some momentum before a July meeting, is there any thoughts on that, objections to, or a strong feeling that we should keep the June meeting on the agenda? Or on, the, on the schedule. Is that the 20, 28th? 28th, okay. I won't be in town. No. I'll also be out of town. Okay. I have a feeling that we should meet. Mm. After the... the I, I honestly feel that the strategic ma uh, planning time that we put in is a reason to meet. Um, I think, personally, I felt a great sense of momentum coming out of those meetings, and... I think that maybe subconsciously it would um, support our, I mean, it would be accountability. It would be accountability that when we show up, we have done a great deal towards those strategic areas of work. And mm -hmm. I understand that some people uh, will be gone quite, quite reasonably. Um, I think if there were enough people to hold a meeting, it would be worth having, even if it was just those of us who are there reporting what we've been working on. And so a meeting would require five of us, I think. I think if yeah. it's a formal meeting, we'd have to you know have quorum and have to be able to discuss business. You need at least five. And I, I support and, and, series. If we have a quorum, we should meet as well. I agree. I agree. Oh. Okay. So, so Sylvia, so we only have eight members currently. Yeah. Uh, so and we. I will so be we, there. I'm there. I'm I'm there also so you need at least five. One, two, yeah. there's your five. And I, I can probably swing Zoom, even okay. though I know that doesn't meet quorum. Yeah, five. so the five yep. have to be in person. And then, mm -hmm. yep. Let's All right. Ali, are you free on the 28th of June? Who? Ali. 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 Did you say you are here? Ali? I think his... Is is a uh, Audio is. Yeah. Well, we'll you're find muted, out. Ali. Well, we have five. So. <laughs> I was gonna say, we, we have five, and if Ali can join, fantastic. So that'll be June twenty eighth. Yeah. Ali is there now. Can you join the twenty eighth? Uh, what time is it? Same time. Five thirty. About five thirty. Yeah. Be there. Okay. Great. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks, Ali. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we will keep our June meeting uh, on the schedule, and I will be thinking of you all. <laughs> we'll be thinking of you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. All right. Um, staff and commission announcements. So I'll start with staff this time because I usually go the other way around. So anything from you, Stephanie? I don't have anything. Thank you. Daisy, anything additional to report? And nothing. How was your day on Saturday? 
It was good. There was, um, I think you maybe all saw, there was close to like 1,300 people that went mm-hmm. to Saturday's event. So, yeah. pretty big footprint. Mm-hmm. Good. Great. Yeah, it was a great event. And I got a coffee mug out of you. That's true, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got more than a coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> I could show up. Okay, I'll start from this end this time. So, so Mark, any announcements? <laughs> Yeah, and I, um, Leslie and I went to Salem, Iowa to see the Underground Railroad. Um, Jason was with us. Stephanie, help me with Jason's last name. Honor, I humanized my hoodie. Oh, um, Jason Wright, is it? Right. Yeah. Right. So Andre. the the treat Andre was Andre, Andre. Jason's soul. Jason's soul. Yeah, thank you. So Jason was in the vehicle yeah. with me when we went down and on the way back and spoke pretty much the hour down and the way hour back about being an abolitionist and it was exciting and stimulating but also to be to learn a little bit more about the underground railroad in iowa um glad we went cool amazing how did you get that yeah how how did that come about and where was my invitation (laughs) I I was invited because I'm part of Johnson County Interfaith Coalition and Meg Wagner at the beloved community at Old Brick was the one that organized it. Um, So Tony Smith, uh, B, I forget, from Johnson County Interfaith Coalition and Meg and Jason, lastly, and me. That's fantastic. Good for you. I think I can make it happen again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sign us up. I know Pastor Smith. I love it. Sylvia, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I had a really good meeting this morning with Tyson Worth, who is the Director of Volunteer Growth and Success for Big Brothers Big Sisters of Johnson County. And I met him actually at the Youth Awards night. We had a few night nights back um, and just uh, he wanted me just to plug that one he's he was really excited about the youth awards and to thank us for for that but that if there's opportunities for big brother big sister to um, collaborate with the human rights commission that he would love that I also have um, some some bulletins from him if you're interested in volunteering as a big brother or big sister that's it Man, it feels like the month just flew by. Um, Human Rights Awards were amazing. I'm so glad that we got to see so many awesome youth there and celebrate their accomplishments. And I look forward to seeing even more of them next year because it was so cool sharing that space with them and celebrating everything they've done. Um, Public Works Open House was surprisingly hopping, which was great. It was fun to chat with city manager Fruin and talk about the combination of quilts and trucks and whether or not those were going to go together but apparently they went together (laughs) splendidly so we should do it more often um this uh past not this past week but the week before I started my grant writing class for the summer so it's been interesting to be a expert and not an expert at the same time in that talked a lot about the uh, SJRE grant and my uh, fellow classmates in that class have been very intrigued to learn more and all of their various connections. So hopefully that helps boost some more applications for that for the fall. I think that's all I got. Okay. Uh, we'll echo some of the things that was fun to be part of the, the event on Saturday. Uh, I also, that same day, actually it was a busy day, uh, I, my, my family and I served a meal at the Catholic Worker House 
which was a pretty cool experience. I would recommend that for anyone who wouldn't like to do it. So it was, we we planned for 50. <laughs> I think we served a little bit less than that, uh, but a lot of people. Um, and uh, just a really rewarding experience for all of us, including my kids, to, to be to be part of that. And so it's you, we cooked and prepared, and then served the meal, and then ate with you know with many of them, and had lots of really great discussions. They were also having a foot clinic there that day too, so a lot of people visiting to have you know to have their feet checked out. So that was uh, it was really cool. So if and and then they're always looking for people to help to, to serve a meal, and so there's in in a schedule for that. So if anybody interested, the Blue House or by College Green, the one up by Sycamore Mall. So the original got the huge house. mural, mural yep. on the garage. Yep. yep, yep. So that's their still their kind of home base and where they serve uh, serve the meals. So they they have a second home now, as you mentioned, <coughs> here, over here by. Yep, <coughs> yep, yep. So that's all I have. Uh, I want to first of all recognize uh, Stephanie and give her uh, mm. really a lot of <laughs> kudos for the youth award. Yes, that was a, a great a, a great success. Everybody that I talk to on that day, they enjoy not only the award itself, but also the, the talking to other people. And the pictures came out. I don't know if anybody looked at the picture. Mm -hmm. I saw the email. I haven't looked at them yet. They look amazing. So those are uh, uh, good job. Good job, Stephanie. I know you. That was that was uh, Dan. But they are, everybody looks great in the pictures. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, they even got my good side. So <laughs> You have a good side? Not every I, single I, I side. <laughs> only certain photographers get them. So... So thank you for that. It was great. I'm looking forward for next year. Uh, I had an opportunity to have a, a be invited to have a discussion with the senior leadership at the University of Iowa Ambulatory Surgical Center on uh, diversity, inclusion, and, and equity. And it was just awesome to talk to their team. And they've been following the work that we've been doing. They were part of the implicit bias series and and so they were really excited to have me there talk to them we talk about implicit bias we talk about inclusiveness we talk about uh, equality versus equity and it was just an amazing hours of discussion with people that it, it, i enjoyed it so much it really reminds me on back in the day when i used to teach the diversity classes so um it, it's good and i'm looking forward to tomorrow meeting with uh the two subgroup and uh, start talking strategic plans. So. Mm -hmm. um, also wanna say thank you to Stephanie for the youth awards. Um, I got a lot of feedback from the kids, the children especially was high and everybody else. I think it's encouraging more, more students to trying to serve in a community. Uh, so I feel like it's not about the awards, it's just the appreciation. Yeah the recognition of um, the work and what they've done. So thank you so much for organizing that and hope to see more and more. Um, and for Saturday, Saturday was a success. I think we sold out of everything. Usually it's one heck of a sales moment, let me just tell you. She was great. We had nothing left. We had nothing left. Well, and Stephanie does a good job because we have like all the best stuff. Everybody wanted, well, <laughs> wanted our stuff. There was, was amazing swag. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, also want to thank you guys, my grandmother, sorry. Hey. My grandmother just passed away today. Oh. Um, sorry. Mm. Okay. I thought I, was sorry, come, I didn't want to come today, but um, I think I put a smile. She's 
my father's mother and um I inherit her last name, so my Liao is her last name and that's my name. So um well, you I had a chance to justice. speak with her uh last week and the week before that and um so yeah. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Bijou, you make your whole family so proud, including your beautiful daughter, who I had the privilege of talking to on Saturday at the Public Works. That was actually one of my announcements, is that I already knew Bijou's daughter was amazing, but we talked for a while, and we talked about the, um, the impact of her work at West High, and she agreed that there is a gaping hole in the high schools and a need for an analogous uh, organization, toward, like not noun organization, but verb organization towards human rights issues. And she mentioned, you know, recent concerns at West High about women's reproductive rights and all of, I think we agreed that there was a need. And, and it was really, I was very grateful to her for speaking to me so honestly about what she thought would and wouldn't work for students and where she thought the interest would be. So I'm personally very much looking forward to um, trying to, we, we discussed this in our strategic planning meeting, a need for um, youth voice in our group and I'm, I'm really encouraged by that conversation I had with her. Um, I also just really enjoyed that event. Um, so well attended, way more than I expected. I learned a lot. And um, as a teacher, I found it really incredible um, how much we don't know about how our civilization works. And as I walked around, I was just learning about my fire uh, hydrants and things that like we just don't <laughs> learn. And I was like, man, my kids might put down their phone for this. And it was a wonderful event, but I also got to talk to so many people who wanted to talk to us. And I was actually surprised at the number of people I asked everyone who came to our table if they knew about our commission. And a great deal of the people who came said yes. Yeah. And they started talking to me about their concerns just in general. Um, and I had some really good conversations, she did agree, guys. Though. It was, <laughs> and it was actually really empowering to me. I also had a great conversation with. I know many of you know our mayor very personally, but I didn't, and I had a great conversation with him. And that sort of goes towards my goal of, um, of really making connections with our city council. Um, so, I wanted to say that my last thing, um, actually second to last thing, Sylvia, you are in the. Um, building the reciprocal, reciprocal relationships group like with our community and so we are if you can join us we were going to meet at the um, the place where we had our strategic planning meetings tomorrow at 530 so if okay. you if that does work for you that's when we were gonna meet and it's okay. you and I and Ollie and Roger awesome okay um, and towards that goal this is my last thing Jason and I got to go to the Jabez cafe and Shout out to Mark for mentioning that, like, we got to get there. And we did get there, and guys, you got to go. <laughs> Where is it? Okay, so let me just tell you. It is, um, you know where a South First Ave High V is? So you go across the across or Muscatine I, towards Come and Go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's in one of those buildings right back there. It's 1035 Wade Street, I think. So oh, church. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, it's right it's with that church. church. And guys, okay, so... 
9 to 3, Thursday and Friday. Not a lot of hours, but I will go with anybody who wants to go for lunch. <laughs> I will go Thursday and Friday. It was, it was, super, it was super yummy. Um, so you just get what they're serving, and then you also get the mocha tres leches cake, mm. if you're smart. And then um, you just leave a donation. And there, and at, say hi to um, Patricia. She is the nicest person ever, and she will keep coming back, making sure you have everything you need. She, I love she it. must have stopped by every minute and a half to ask. And if she we bought more anything. dessert, which was <laughs> she brought that sweet, that sweet so, corn cake was something um, else too. That but seriously, really guys, it's really a special place. Yeah. So that's all I have. I have one more. Roger? Well, I was just going to say, you know, Saturday I couldn't volunteer because I had all those soccer tournaments going on. Well, we won the entire tournament. You did. So those kids were were, were champions. With the coaching all-star. And we were even one player short. That's amazing. And you all heard about the state track mate. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, we heard, Mark. Congratulations. I guess I have two things. One, I'm I'm sorry that I wasn't able to join that strategic planning session, too. Um, I will report back that I had a lovely meeting with the Minister of Education and Religious Affairs of Greece, who I met in DC and was able to catch up on this partnership program that I've been overseeing for the past two years with the Greek government. We have about 30 plus US institutions who will be, uh, who are, have been developing academic partnerships with Greek universities. Uh, heard from Harvard, who's doing a really interesting thing with refugees yeah. um, and, and many other different, uh, Stockton, who's doing something really cool with um, veterans and um, international engagement. So some really interesting things going there. So that was my first thing. So sorry to miss out, but um, at least it was for a good cause. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the second thing, I would be remiss not to mention that my niece, such sister. I knew that's who it was. (laughs) Ayana is is here, and that is her over there. She will be with us uh, this summer. Guys, she's a teacher. In the fall. Yeah, she's doing her student teaching. Um, in the fall, so at, at Shimmick, right? Welcome. At, cool? at Shimmick, yeah. yeah. Oh, Shimmick. I think uh, I, I Shimmick. Uh, are they sharks? No. They are the sharks. Yeah, yeah the sharks. Yeah, I know. My <laughs> they play that school, song people. the whole homecoming parade. <laughs> really, <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> but she's had a little bit of teaching experience in New York, a little bit in Nebraska, where she goes to school. But she wanted. I, she she has been with in Iowa City a few times and knew that it was a really special place, and so reached out to principals and educators and yeah. found a, a position to do student teaching here. Wow, welcome. It, it is a special place and it's even more special with you. You in it. will love it. So thank you. Welcome. Yeah. I want to quick make some space so we don't forget Ali. Yes. yes yeah, I was, oh, I was yeah, waiting sorry. for that too. <laughs> Ali, do you have any announcements for the group? No, thank you. Yes, Sadata, I see. <laughs> Good night, Ali. Yes. Well, thank okay. you, Ali. All right. We love Hi, the Mark. photo. We love the video, live video Hi, feed. I, I moved. Bye, Mark. Uh, are we, yeah. Adjourn. So entertain a motion to adjourn. I so moved. Second. There's two seconds over there. I heard Ashley first. I heard Ashley first, so Ashley gets it. All in favor of German, say aye. 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 Any opposed? No. Motion, motion carries.